welcome once again, everybody, boys and girls, and toys and everything else you can think of, except little quacky ducks. I don't like quacky ducks because they, 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 you put them in the tub, and what do they do? They just quack. I know Bert and Ernie and Sesame Street used to have one, right? It was kind of cool, you know. He Bert, he Bert, look at my rubber ducky. So you know that's definitely not me. Today on board we have L1. L1, how are you doing today? <laughs> doing good. Tell me the truth. Do you like the rubber duck thing or not? The rubber ducky. The rubber I ducky. prefer real live duckies. In the bathtub? Sure. Okay. I wouldn't take a bath we're, with them. We're but... not. We're, we're. I don't. I don't think we're seeing eye to eye here. <laughs> or, or I don't know. I'm turning the other way. I'm turning the other way on this one. Anyway, ladies and gentlemen, today we're talking about what? Vivex Business in the Box. Today's topic is myth of being business minded. Mm. What in the world does that mean? Um, of course, this is mother approved. And uh, before we start, L1, just give us a little snippet of um, your take on this topic. Well, you know, I would say for those of you who think that being business minded is something that you can, well, that only are uh, only the privileged few have, stick around and we're going to explain to you why that is not the case and why that is totally undermining you. So you are against title or for title or changing the title whatsoever? Well, first of all, it's a, there's a myth. There's a myth behind being business-minded. People have lots of myths and misperceptions of what it means to be business-minded, and it's sabotaging their success, quite right. frankly, and, and that's what we're going to explain but why. But are we going to even talk about why it sabotages their mind, or are we going to just strictly go with the title today? Yes, we're going to talk about why people self-sabotage with them. We're going to talk about the myths of being business-minded. You're but saying then, to believe the myth, and then they live it out. Exactly, okay, but then stick that. around till the end. So we can tell you guys what it is, what business-minded really means, and it's easier than you think. What does it mean? Well, before <laughs> we begin, let me say that we got wonderful sponsors that you would grow to love and adore because, you know, they tell you the truth, they take care of you. You can even send them a, an email at aftermath at uh, becomesource.com and or aftermath at nsa6.com, whichever one you prefer. And, you know, they're really kind. They go ahead and talk to you. They answer your questions. And then right now. That's right. And as you know, you know, Brain Snacks are self-sponsored. This Brain Snacks is self-sponsored. Oh, wait, wait. We're self-sponsored? No wonder we're so nice. Yeah. We answer all your questions. And that's made possible by the Dynexum Project. Now, uh, the Dynexum Project actually helps individuals in social media create multiple streams of income doing what they do best. And that's actually promoting their content. Now, of course, you know, if you want free information, please go to becomethesource.com. And to listeners of this broadcast, you can get cash back on just about anything you need or want from your favorite store by visiting our link. That's shopping.becomethesource.com. Shopping.becomethesource.com. Uh, shopping spelled S-H-O-P-P-I-N-G. Now, of course, your purchases will directly contribute to BTS and all the projects. And um, oh, finally, uh, FDA disclaimer, uh, these statements that we talk about, any anytime we talk about uh, health advice or health products and services, these statements have not been evaluated by the Food and Drug Administration, and they are for educational purposes only. Now, the products that are the services uh, that are mentioned here, if they are mentioned in the show today, they're not intended to diagnose, treat, cure, or prevent any disease. Always consult with your physician before beginning any diet and exercise program. I think I love my product of the day. I think I love my vitamin B complex, the Isotonics brand. I love that stuff. Did you know that talking about business, um, there's this thing called Dutch Redder? 
And that trailer can help a lot of people stay out of trouble with the family and, and the home. You know, you say, hey, you know, I want this brand new house, brand new boat. Well, you know, you always get into this argument. You know, You're spending too much money. Well, you know, that trailer kind of takes care of all, of all that. And the way it does it, it actually uh, helps you, you know, kind of project and plan ahead. And that's also available to you at uh, Dead Shredder. I think it's called Dead Shredder um, at or deadshredder.nsa6.com. I think you will find it there. Uh, and if not, if it's not on there, guys, and you really want it, just send me an email. I'll go ahead and take care of you anyway. It's a wonderful product, though, that I just bumped into the other day. If you want more information, just read the comments below on it. Now, I'll put them on there for you. But for me, that's one of my favorite products because it's a lifelong uh, journey, especially uh, financial. And financial things are very emotional most of the time. And I just thought that, you know, especially if you, you, know, you want to buy some nice cars at home and all this, and you're kind of afraid of the outcome. Debt Trader knows how to cut corners. And by that, I mean knows how to pay um, so that it pays more in principle than interest. And it kind of mix and matches your payments the way you need them, but never goes below and always keeps track of everything that you're doing. So it kind of projects that like you can pay for everything like in eight years like a house and a car and everything like eight eight years depending on the income that you're making you don't need a lot of income i thought that was a really good product and i was uh, looking into it the other day i actually use it but i was looking more into it on how it worked how about you Ella? do you have nice. any experience with it i do actually and you know i find um i like to call it the the what? your handy accountant I know. in a box your digital accountant that's it like all arguments are gone you go you go ask that shredder <laughs> Actually, yeah, it's, right? it's saved it saved myself a couple of arguments and a couple of stresses and a couple of um, illogical fears. Uh, I like a lot it. Of people, I what? like it so much. I'm buying a new Tesla um, here shortly. Nice. Uh, the P100DL. Brown. Ludicrous. And you were able to pro uh, project. You kind of made a what if scenario with it. Right. Exactly. With Debt so Shredder. I, so I got a spreadsheet. I figure out what the payments and everything else I put into Debt Shredder, along with the payments that I have, and it says, you know, you can handle this. Huh. So talk about creating your reality, huh? Working with the end in mind. Oh, yeah. That's a learning how to learn basic, but we'll get into that later. Oh, I love those. Oh, <laughs> you tease. So today's topic, ladies and gentlemen, what is it? What is it? I don't know. All right. So first of all, <laughs> we're going to break this down. Go ahead, Elle, talk about, Go ahead and jam right there. Come on. Give it to us. We're going to talk about the problem here of... These misunderstandings that people have about being business-minded. And then we're going to talk about the myths. The myths and misunderstandings of being business-minded. And what we're going to hit you with a shot of reality with each myth and misconception. And stick around to the end because we'll actually define for you what it means to be business-minded. Because you actually might already be that and you didn't know it. Regardless of whether you have a business or whether you work a 9-to-5 job or whether you're looking for a job. I or know. still in school. I got to know. Are there problems? Are there like real problems to this? Like, like, what, what if you think you're business minded, are you going to have issues in life? Maybe not as much as people who don't think they're business minded. I'll put it that way. So, here's so the thing. if you think you're business, I want to know first, I want to know why I'm getting into this. If you're business minded, right? Do you have more problems or less problems than someone that doesn't think they're business-minded but goes ahead and does it anyway? Well, in order to do that, we'd have to define what business-minded means. And like I said, we'll save that till the end, so stick around. You are a cheat. I swear. You and that whole human complex that you got going on. I got you. I got your number. We have to talk about the problems first. I, Here's I the problem. Know if there's some issues. That's there it. are issues. Here's the issue. Ah, you admit it. Ha-ha. <laughs> got you. People say, you know, especially this is especially... um. Very common among people who have what they call corporate hell jobs or people who dread going into the workforce. People are unhappy with their jobs, yet 
when they're presented with the prospect of a business, they have this prejudgment already that they're not business minded enough to be successful at anything beyond a nine to five job. So what happens as a result? You got people underestimating themselves and condemning themselves before they even try. And that leads to missed multiple opportunities. So, and of course, that leads to being negative and discouraging others and yourself. Whoa, whoa, whoa. Wait a minute. Wait a minute. This thing is contagious? Oh, yeah. You mean if my neighbor hates going to work and says, oh, I have the darndest life. I hate my job. I hate I hate everybody in there. Well, they're very nice people, but, you know, I still dislike them because they just make me feel like I got to get up in the morning and do something. You mean that attitude is contagious? Oh, yeah. How absolutely. so? Well, I think if you're the type of person who is not thinking with the end in mind, you're the type of person who feels that they're negatively influenced by people who complain, it may not be because those people are so negative. It may be more because you already have a mindset that you think you're not worthy of having an opportunity other than the job you have right now. Sneaky. Yeah. So are you saying that the person listening also is going to get affected because they also have doubt and that's like an instigation for their doubt and worries? Is that oh, what you're saying? Oh, yes. Misery loves company and people love hearing People love to kind of be instigated and to, they, they almost like subconsciously like to be instigated into thinking or doing something I think people from the are, outside. I, I think people are just kind of like, um, I, I, here's what I think. I'm going to go a little scientific on you if you don't mind there, Miss, Miss Human. Um, I, I think that scientifically uh, you have ideas in your mind and they can be triggered as patterns inside your brain when you're exposed to them, you know, for a while. For example, if you have a... A bad thing happened to you and someone does something, it can trigger off the whole neurology that produces those chemicals and those memories internally that makes you behave just like you were experiencing that again. So because all of us in the entire world are overworked, underpaid, and by underpaid, you know what underpaid means to me? I can't afford my car. I can't afford my payments. I need debt shredder. Help me, debt shredder. Um, <laughs> you know, I, I can't do anything on my own. If I want to take a vacation, I got to plan it out. And I don't mean plan it out like the days. Plan it out as far as the money. You know, and then you want to have kids, right? And they just chew everything out. Right? So that is underpaid. You know, it's like the government should know that we need a standard of payment or something. I'm like, don't go below this because, you know, you're hitting the poverty line. And... Um, so I think that because we're all tired, underpaid, working hard, afraid of getting fired, because you know there's no there's no one there really to to say that you're safe. I think that that's why it's contagious. Internally, we we're ha we all have that struggle, and so it's already built into our neurons and our, our chemical thoughts. And so when it occurs, boom! You got that neighbor talking nasty. You go, dude, neighbor, shut up, man. But quiet. I'm I'm trying to get here. I got I got bills to pay. I don't need you, but. It triggers it off in you. Would you agree or do you think it's more than that? Well, no, I think that that has something to do with it. Absolutely. All right. Well, I'm excited. Okay. So what else is on this magic list of, <laughs> you know, of, of lies that we tell each other? Well, first, let's let's bust some myths. Let's, okay? bust, let's bust it. So I'm going to talk about several myths of being business minded. And then we're going to bust them with a dose of reality. And then, like I said, we're going to talk about what being business minded really is. Okay. First myth. People think that being business-minded is either a gift that you're born with or something that was gifted to you because you had family members or friends or mentors from a very young age that were also business-minded and had an innate business-minded talent too. So that's myth one, okay? 
That's a very complicated myth there, miss. Well, it's I think that's why it's that's why people believe it. A lot of people believe that you're just born there's, with the talent. There's being, a lot of factors there. I mean, people think you're born all kinds of ways, you know? I mean, they think you're born a witch. They think you're born to succeed. They think you're born as a chosen one. Of you course. Might, you, and might, you might be those things. I don't know. Yeah. But well, being business-minded is no different. It's the same concept, different object. Just put the same equation All right. Here. So, so we're, we're dealing with a basic problem that someone decided to add a formula to it that says, hey, business-minded people are born that way. Exactly. Or, you know, they, they're born with a silver spoon when in reality it's, it's usually the, the it's backwards. Exactly. Well, here's the reality. Being business-minded is a skill set that can be acquired over time with consistent practices. But can I can I can I just digress for a minute? Mm-hmm. Again, we we're hitting the issue where you're telling me that you know it can be learned, but how can it be learned when these people have to like go to work, do all this stuff? Then you got the negative guy, then you got the negative boss on you. You got the boss that's trying to crunch numbers. He thinks you're you know like a machine. You know what I'm saying? And 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 we oil our cars, we take care of our cars, we fill up our tires, some of us, and we make sure that machine's running properly. But hey, you know, your employees, do you really sit there and take the time to see if they're running properly? Probably not. And the employee, at the other at the other hand, what is exhaustion? They're, they're probably not even close to being exhausted, and they, they fake faint. So I think that it still has a very large uh, dilemma that the catalyst for being able to take the time to learn these things, uh, it's it's compounded by these issues. Ah, well, you're jumping ahead of me there because that's actually part of another myth. Well, let's go back to the first one. Wait, wait, wait. Did I just contribute to a myth? Oh, no. <laughs> you did. <laughs> you like that? <laughs> totally. So, okay. The go second ahead. part of this myth was that it's something that was gifted to you because you had family members or mentors from a very young age. In other words, people say, oh, it's too late for me to learn to be business-minded. They're but, just lazy. But let me tell you something. Many people, for example, Henry Ford, as in the creator of the Ford motor vehicles, right? he actually did not become successful until he was in the, his 40s. And sometimes people There's don't. There's a reason for and that. And sometimes even 40s or 50. Ah, hell, you just, you just, you just, you just gave me a great idea. Tell me. Hear me out. Back when Henry Ford was alive, and they spoke with a certain tone in their voice, and they said certain things, and they spoke a little bit more refined, maybe not on the south side, but they didn't have social media, they didn't have TV that was so much, they had the radio. And the radio forces your imagination to work, right? So, but people are people, you know, and there's a lot of people that were unsuccessful during those days. But I'm also going to say that the point I'm making, the very, very fine focal point is that he became successful later in life because he had experienced a lot of things and he, he marched in a certain direction to be able to become successful. But in today's society, you want to be successful at the age of 10. Hmm. Right, parents say, "Hey, you know, you got to go to school and be successful already. You're not successful already. Oh, you suck." They're already shaming you. Right. So that is something that just came to mind because in today's world, uh, you get credit fast. The houses are there. You got you can buy a house on credit, basically. Um, you know, the the rules are different. So you can get more today faster, but you can't get your brain straight faster. What do you mm-hmm. think? I think that makes sense. You think that's a component here to the myth, though? I think. I think that people tend from a very, you know, I think it goes along with the fact that people do tend to kind of, they almost kind of give up the fight before they even stepped in. Yeah. 
you know. Yeah, beca- but the, but what I'm trying to say is to give up the fight because their expectations are not realistic. I they, think I would have to. Agree. They don't I mean, wait. To say Henry Ford should be successful at age 10 in Ford Motors versus age 40 or 50 is is ludicrous hindsight. Yet we're all we're all kind of subconsciously expecting ourselves to be successful by well, age well, 10. Well, human. I mean, L1. Uh, there are some Japanese uh, proteges that are at the age 10 or 15. Or, you know, well, they're making a lot of money, but they were trained specifically for Exactly. That. And, you know, like it's I said, difference. the issue with these myths is that there is some truth to it. Yes, there are very young people who are gifted those those wonderful mentors and family members who directed them from a very young age to be successful. That's, however, few and far between. So if you're not one of those people who was, you know, trained from a very young age to be, you know, successful in something, it's never too late to start. And that goes to this. So that was the first and second myth. And that this goes to the third myth. So is this a myth? You need a college degree in business administration or business, something in business. So, you know, you can become successful or exactly. something like that. That's another myth. This goes along with what you said earlier when you said, well, how are people going to find the time to learn? So that's another thing people say. They're like, well, I don't have the time to go back to college. I don't have the time to, you know, take up a new career field. So I'm, I'm not business minded. Listen, it's never too late to learn. As we said before, that's the reality. As a matter of fact, many courses and lessons are available online now. Udemy, uh, Pluralsight, a bunch of them. Mm-hmm. Some are totally free and some are at a, at a fraction of a cost. I, I think that even uh, uh, Salvation Army puts up a school in certain places that is free. I think so too, yeah. Yep. And yeah. not to mention, I mean, YouTube. YouTube, yep. You know, now granted, some people might say, well, if it's free, the quality might be bad. And that's true. You do have to kind of sift through the, Work the junk. Work a little harder. <laughs> Work but, a little harder. But to say that you can only be business-minded if you get a college degree in business administration is just plain silly. Okay, so this is something I've always seen. Uh, you meet someone, they're humble. Mm-hmm. Hi, John. Oh, hi, hi there, the Novi. How are you today? Well, I'm doing pretty good. How are you? I'm okay. You know, I'm, I'm doing these studies, and and some someday I hope to be really good at it. I go, hey, you know, good for you. Let me know when you get there. Right, little time passes by. Ding dong. Hi, John. Hey, what the hell are you doing here? I don't have time for you right now. I am successful. And and you think that people get a bitchy attitude when they get successful, or they think they need a bitchy attitude to be successful, okay. or 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 do they need that bitchy attitude because they have so many things to step over? People trying to stop them from being successful. That's another myth. See, people think being business minded, they're like, I know what it means to be business minded. You have to be an asshole. You have to compromise your integrity. Oh, I forgot you have to, to be, beep you up. You have to be okay. mega aggressive. You have to be mega a mega bitch or a mega asshole. But here's the truth. It, and is it true that there are successful business people who are that way? Yes, it is. I'm not going to say it isn't. But here's another truth. Many people who are successful also have very high emotional intelligence, very high integrity. They pick their They fights. have very high generosity, and they actually encourage others who want to be the same. You know, there really is some truth to the saying that truly empowered people empower other people. True leaders actually set out to inspire others to be their best. True leaders don't mold others just to benefit themselves. True leaders end up creating more leaders. True leaders actually end up boosting other people. So, 
you know, we're kind of, this is a great segue into going into what exactly does it mean to be business minded? Because I think some of you have said, you know, wait a minute, if I'm a true leader who sets out to inspire others to be their best, I might just have a trait of being business minded. And the answer is yes, you do. So let's go ahead and jump into, I would say, what exactly does it mean to be business minded already? All right, (laughs) let's dance with success. All right, so we're on this. So okay, so the thing, uh, re- reason why I want to define what it means to be business-minded is well, you, you got to know where you know you got to know when to stop shoveling, you know, because you you know shoveling yourself into a big hole. Exactly. Plus, you might actually already have some of these quality, uh, qualities and traits, but you didn't even know it. Have you seen some of those things like Star Search or you know whatever the hell they got out there? Music, music stuff. Uh, what is it uh, with the three X's? What is that again? With the th- oh, America's Got Talent. America's Got. They got so many of those things out there. They, you know, the, I think the original stuff was Star Search, and then they they went through that. These people get out there and they can wail. They got like such talent, and you never even knew it. And they never knew how good they really they really had it. But because they couldn't pursue it, maybe they couldn't get a career in it. And so these things kind of show us that hey, you might not look the best, but you can really sing, and that you know, kind of all that matters. You know, if you can, you can pump out the, the the product or you can do your your own stuff online nowadays so i think there's a lot of hidden talent in people exactly right i think the commercialization of all things that have occurred kind of have contributed to this uh business of mind failure system that we've you know uncovered here what do you think i think so too so so we're going to define this. Let's hear what you got to say so I can just rebuttal you, human. Go ahead. Okay, and I do actually even have a source to recommend as well, which um, is actually part of our Learning How to Learn library. So I'll, I'll bring it up in a minute here. So anyway, so we're going to go ahead and try to discuss uh, like maybe what business-minded really means. Do you really have some type of business-minded ability? Do you have a seed inside you that you're kind of missing that you need to grow, you know? And and that maybe you just need to be a little bit more open-minded. And what does that really mean to be open-minded exactly. in business? Because I found that if you're too open-minded, you get distracted way too much. Well, let's talk about it from the focal point of being business-minded. First of all, being business-minded does mean that you contain a few qualities that, or you want to learn these qualities, among them being open-minded open-minded towards building your goal. That means willing to be uncomfortable, willing to try things new in order to align with your goal. So you have to have a goal in mind. So you have to be, you have to be open. Oops, sorry. You have to be open-minded. So but that's almost to, a contradiction to on. people that don't understand how to do Not this. at all. You have to no. be open-minded, but you have to be goal-oriented. So in other words, you have to know what you're what you're working with. You work with the end in mind. Be goal oriented, and then be open minded towards that towards goal. Towards the goal. I'm glad you said that because sometimes I think you have too much faith in you know just a common human. <laughs> with because you know not everybody gets a training. Not everybody gets to be held by the hand and told that it's okay. You, you can do this. You know some people just 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 fed to the wolves. Exactly. Okay, so we've already gone over two traits of the definition of being business-minded, being goal-oriented and being open-minded towards your goal. Okay, next traits, being willing to learn. That's a big trait, which is kind of goes with being open-minded, but being willing to learn. What do you think stops one. people from learning? 
I think the discomfort of discomfort, learning. right? Or yeah. afraid that you're wasting fear. your time, or afraid that you're going to spend more money into something. Yeah, or fear that they'll let, be let you guys, fear that they'll be ridiculed. Let me give you guys an example of learning, right? So I have solar panels, right? And we have some a few Teslas here, and the, when we put our solar panels together, right? Um, we for, we weren't planning on having Teslas, so all of a sudden we get Teslas, and guess what happens, right? Uh, well, obviously the bill goes back up, right? So we had enough solar panels to cover us throughout the whole year. We don't have to pay our power company a dime because, you know, we're producing so much solar energy. But now we have two or three Teslas, and guess what happens? Well, they the, the energy source is now having to come from the grid into our home. And I had to sit there, and at first I was like, oh, man, I made a mistake. You know, I should have – what did I do? Oh, and yeah, I remember I, that. I had to sit there and say, look, you're not a moron, the Novi. You know how to handle this. Come on, handle it. So I sat there without knowing what to do, and I'm like, hmm. So then I said to myself – and you guys are probably, probably already listening, probably already know the answer. I pulled out my bills of uh, how much energy I used, and I pulled out my bills of the – production of energy that my solar panels would do right then i called you know the power source uh the power company and i said how do you guys look at this and would you know it they, they can't estimate anything of what i had during of usage they only know what, I, what they give me they don't know how much i use throughout the day so i had you know simple math you know add the two together figure out what what they're giving me and then i figured out that with only two more solar panels which is about two thousand dollars and you guys are like two thousand dollars that's a lot of money but hear me out hear me out so I said to myself, wow, $2,000, that's a lot of money. But then I looked at how much I was paying to the energy company, and it was about $2,500. And I'm like, I'd rather put these solar panels here because I'm going to pay these guys anyway for the year. And then next year, it's like free energy. So what I'm trying to say is that when you're stubborn to learn, it's because of fear, probably fear of the money, fear of digging in, not knowing where to start. you know. But if you keep picking at it, you'll, you'll figure out how to start. And all of a sudden, the, the advantage is you save money. So, yes, if you pay for, for education and you know what you're paying for, sooner or later, that'll pay off if it's goal-oriented, as L1 has discussed. Mm -hmm. So that's a real example how you can save, like, lots of money. Don't go buy solar panels, all right? That's not what I'm saying. <laughs> but you can save lots of money by, you know, a simple formula of learning and knowing where to invest that money, but you need to put the time in and the effort. Do we agree, Elwan? I would have to agree. Is okay, that so, too so far, fetch? not at all. So, all so right. far, we've covered three traits of what it means to be business minded being goal oriented, being open minded towards a goal. I'm all about that. And being willing to learn once again towards a goal. Yeah, I don't know okay, about that. Okay, trait four <laughs> wanting to teach and inspire others. Let me, let me bring this up. Truly business minded people realize that they're not alone, everything has to be done as a team. There is no successful person out there who's truly been alone. They've done something with the help of one person or the other. They realize the value of combined efforts. Now, in our case, because this is business in a box, which is inspired by become the source, we are going to tell you, we're going to kind of add our own twist to wanting to teach and inspire others and add that you want to empower people. When you teach and inspire others, you're not teaching them so that they can just do your bidding. You're not teaching them so that they can be, well, just a one step below you and you're always number one. You're wanting to empower others, not to compete in order to disempower people. Work as a team. People, we're all part of the same team, human team. Well, yeah. except for me. I'm and left out. 
second twist on this, because like I said, this is inspired by Become the Source. When you're teaching and inspiring others, you have to realize that if a competitor or some competition does come your way, or if you really want to be competitive, you have to realize that your only competition, even if it's another person, is really going to be at the end of the day yourself. Because in reality, even if you see an outside person as your competition, in reality, they're just a mirror for you. So the only competition is always going to be, it always comes back to you, you, you. Just like we said in a couple of other episodes that whenever you have a problem with somebody, it's always a reflection of yourself. This is no different when it comes to competition with other people. You're competing with yourself. So you're kind of saying competition is a little bit healthy, right? If it's applied in that focal point, yes. It's, in fact, it's vital for your success. I I agree. And happiness. I, I think you said that really well. All right. So that was trait number four. Now... Here's another trait five. We'll stop at five. Got five traits here. So five magic traits. You're going to stop there and just let them read the rest online? Well, yeah. And then, of course, you also have a... Oh, you poor driver is going to be going crazy. Yeah, and I got a resource, too, to recommend, too. So trait number five of what it means to be business-minded. You're willing to go the extra mile. This kind of goes along with being willing to learn and wanting to teach others and being goal-oriented. It's uncomfortable to go the extra mile. Are, are you kind of using that like in a colloquial kind of way, using the going the extra mile? That means being willing to put in the extra effort that it's going to take in order to stretch your limits and to go beyond your comfort zone in order to learn something new and to realize that you are better than you thought you were. Because I know some guys that'll sit there and they'll uh, they'll, they'll they'll literally measure the mile. I gone too far. That's it. I quit. Huh. all right all right so for those of you who would like an actual resource to start reading because i know some people say well do you have anything for me to read uh we do have the learning how to learn course but we also have another resource which actually we have learned in our learning how to learn course and this is a book by napoleon hill and it's called think and grow rich i like that book yeah as a matter of fact you're going to see being willing to go the extra mile. That's one of the traits he talks about. One of the things about Napoleon Hill, if you know his life story, is that he was really a good guy and he had a lot of faith in what he did. He did. I think there was also a lot of there was some supernatural things going on there. But you know what? We're going to save that for an SO Life episode. Oh, yeah. That's, that's, that's my forte, baby. I love that <laughs> stuff. So remember, these are traits, these five traits of being business-minded. Notice that these have nothing to do with inheriting a trait. These have nothing to do with just being born with it. I got, news, I got a newsflash for you, Al. I, I don't know if you are just looking at humans like, you know, they're the greatest thing in the world. They're, they're kind of like the only thing that's you know, superior that, you know, kind of sort of on the planet. I, I agree with that. But even if you were born with a silver spoon and you don't do these things, you're still going to flop. It's true. So that just goes to show that the myth is it's, it's, it runs pretty deep. It's very true. Even the myth, even the people that believe the myth, you know, they're, they're confused. You know, and the people that are they're living the myth, they're confused too because you have to do these steps to get ahead. There's just no way. Regardless of where you are in your life. Yeah, I think it's a fair judgment on that. I think so. So. Well, first of all, I'd, well, I'd love to there. say, well, first of all, huge thank you for those who stuck around to the end to figure out the, you know, the five traits of what defines being a truly business-minded person according to Bibix. 
So I'm really glad you guys stuck around. And I mean, I know that there's probably more. Some people probably have their own definition of what it means to be business minded. I'd like so, to know. Yeah, I'd, I'd love. Why don't you guys comment, to comment? Why don't you guys comment uh, either here down below or go to inet at uh, becomethesource.com or inet.nsa6.com and uh, go there and kind of leave your comments there too in our forum. Yeah, and now you know I've got also a self-reflection question too for those of you who, you know, if they don't have their own definitions of what it means to be business minded, tell me. What myth do you think you're struggling with personally of being business minded? Did any of these myths hit home? So before you guys kind of think, oh man, I don't want it. I don't want to talk to L1. She sounds like a shrink, man. Oh man, that woman's going to rid me of my demons and make me boring. Let me tell you that we've read hundreds of books. We've written quite a few of them. Not, not the ones we read, of course. Well, I, we had to read them, of course, but you know, we read hundreds of other books, is what I'm trying to say. Uh, we've done audio, and we've done self-help. Actually, uh, me and L1 have worked together at some uh, self-help functionality. So we got some pretty good stuff. You know, you could always take it or leave it, but take the advice. You know, Get, Let us know what's on your minds so that we can produce shows that are high quality for you guys that will help you, you know. Uh, we'll dig deep. We'll go around the neighborhood and say, hey, you, what do you think of this? Huh? Huh? What do you think of this? I'll do that. I'll do that for you guys. What do you think, Al? Would you do that? <laughs> yeah. Any closing comments there, L1? Well, you know, like I said, I hope you guys have enjoyed this uh, Brain Snacks episode, Bibix, uh, Business in a Box. And I'm really excited to hear you know, if, if you guys have read Think and Grow Rich by Napoleon Hill and tell me, do you have your own definition of being business minded that would help others? Uh, please, we'd love to hear you. And if there are any myths of being business minded that hit home, just let us know. I'm curious because chances are if one of them hit home for you, it hit home for thousands of other people. So your honesty can actually help others. Isn't that awesome? Exactly. Yeah. Uh, by sharing and comparing. A lot of human beings learn to live life that way. And then you look for the better things in life. Extract what you need right now. Shelve what you don't need. Shelve it. Don't throw it away. Never assume you're correct. Always assume that you want to find out. We always say we're not in the business of being right. We're in the business of? Finding out. Bingo. So as long as you're finding out. L, remember when I used to give classes? You remember what the first thing I used to say was to, to the people? Like oh, yeah. o- opening day, everyone's sitting there with their little pencils, you know, or pen, their little pads and, and laptops ready to write. And what did I say to them? You're the dumbest person ever. Wait a minute. I said, I'm the dumbest person ever. I didn't yeah, tell that's them, what you you're said. the dumbest person Oh, well, you, I'm so sorry. <laughs> <laughs> oh, you're so funny. I caught you on that one. Yeah, well, I would go up there and say, you know what? I don't know why you guys just paid $250. I am the dumbest person you've ever met. And if any you charge them $250 for them to hear that? Yep. And I go, now, if any of you can figure out what that means. Um, you will uh, gave them a full refund, right? I gave them a, re- a full refund. And I would end. know because I had my full refund. I know. Look at you. <laughs> and all it means is I'm in the business of finding out. I'm not going to act smart. I'm not going to pretend I know anything. I'm just going to do the best that I can, figure it out, take a few steps, take inventory, figure it out again. And that's how you make it. Exactly. Well, this is Zenovi uh, signing out. I hope that you guys are having a great life. Please visit us at becomethesource.com or bibix, uh, bibix.becomethesource.com so you can see your shows there. we got tons of shows. If you're listening to us in the podcast, fantastic. Please uh, you know, share it with a friend. 
say hello to us here and there. We also broadcast live. And when we do, we'll go ahead and announce it on our social media, which we are on minds.com. Uh, reason we're using that is a little bit, it's a little bit more freeing, a little bit better for everybody, so that you can have fun and just kind of you know live your life with a smile on your face. L1. <laughs> well, it's been a blast, guys, and see you on the next uh, Bibex episode. <laughs>